For more resources, visit rymonline.org. The Local Youth Worker is a daily podcast that's centered on five questions each week. Ranging from the practical to the professional, we're looking for answers to the questions you're asking. Whether you're in full-time, part-time, or even volunteer youth ministry, this podcast is for you. Welcome back, everybody. We've been talking to John Kwasny uh, all this week. John, thanks again for your time and effort uh, with us. We appreciate it and know others will be uh, blessed by it. Um, on Fridays, what we typically do is we talk to people about books. We want to uh, encourage people not only to be lifelong students, but also recommend some some good resources or some information about resources. Uh, so, John, uh, today the question is, besides the Bible, uh, what have been some of the most influential books in your life, as well as uh, what are you currently reading? Well, John, that took me a little more uh, time to kind of think. You know, you're talking about going back 30 years of when, uh, what books really have impacted me. Uh, I wanted to think of those that just have had the longstanding influence uh, in my Christian life as a person. Uh, and as a counselor, because to me, all these connect to that as well. Uh, I, my first book I was given when I was in grad school, and it, I was studying counseling, and I had a good friend in the counseling program who we committed to, to reading a couple books together, and he gave me the book uh, Desiring God by John Piper, of all books. And it, it, it just came out, so do the math of how old I am. Uh, so it, it, the book just hit the shelves. He's like, we got to read this book. I heard this John Piper, he's a professor, uh, but also a pastor, and and uh, and that book just killed me. It was uh, it was the first book that I read that just every he, you know John Piper uh, writes to me like a teacher. Every time he turned a page, I had a question about something like, "Where is he going with this?" And the next page, he answered that question. And is is he going this too far with this Christian hedonism concept? But then he'd explain it so well and so detailed. And it really, just that old, whole concept, uh, again, many of you probably are familiar with if you read anything, Piper, uh, of this, you know, I, I'm not, I glorify God by desiring him, by finding my joy in him and, and uh, uh, it, by enjoying him forever. And it was just a radical concept for me. Uh, the next book or series of books uh, started with uh, Chosen by God by R.C. Sproul. Uh, the late R.C. Sproul now, unfortunately. We, we miss him and his writing and his speaking and his leading, uh, but we're thankful he's with his Savior now. But R.C. was certainly uh, a writer uh, that influenced me heavily. I was very new in the Reformed faith uh, to pick up Chosen by God and to get just, the, to me, the best explanation of election and predestination. Again, changed my counseling because I was already a counselor at that point. I was uh, in my mid twenties or so, and just starting out of graduate school. And you know, coming uh, as a Christian counselor, sometimes we forget it's not just about uh, being a Christian who counsels. It's what our how do we bring our theology into our counseling? And Reformed theology brings that very 
important perspective when people are struggling with things is like, this is not outside the hand of God. It is not outside his sovereignty. So to have a better grasp of God's sovereignty changed the way I counseled, changed the way I thought about myself and my, my whole life. So uh, not only chosen by God, anything by R.C. Sproul. Uh, <laughs> I pretty much read, read them all. Another book that uh, I caught a little later in life uh, is True Spirituality by Francis Schaeffer. I was a little young when Schaeffer hit the scene in the late 60s and early 70s, so I started reading him in the, in the early 90s, read several books. But True Spirituality, just by its title, you can tell it's really about just living the Christian life, and it was about... I still remember that the the true mark of the Christian is is love and how that plays out in relationships. And it really... Uh, drew me into a bigger heart for people and for loving others. Uh, fourth book and, and writer, uh, Practical Religion by J.C. Ryle. Uh, J.C. Ryle, <clears throat> and especially that book, but many other books, uh, every time I read them, I realize I'm not a Christian. So that's <laughs> the first thing, and I, I don't want to ever pick it up again because he <laughs> has an amazing way of, of convicting you by the Spirit and by His words. Uh, but practical religion, how it's broken up, very thick chapters about uh, Bible reading and, and disciplines uh, in the Christian life, which is just very helpful. And again, just made me realize how far away I am from really uh, being a well-disciplined believer. Uh, but I uh, practical religion is right up on the top of that list. Yeah, absolutely. And one thing I just I love about J.C. Rowell... Um, apart from the fact that he makes you feel like you're not a Christian. <laughs> now, j- joking aside, is just how clear he is in his writing and how he structures it. And even, like you say, sometimes he's got longer chapters, but he, he gives you such a clear outline. It's so easy to read him and to follow because some of those older guys at times aren't the easiest to read. But to me, he's one you can pick up today and he's just as applicable today and just as easy to read. So, yeah, he, he's definitely high up on the list. Totally, totally agree. Another very influential book uh, that I read uh, that I'll connect to some others uh, is a book called The Christian Mind by Harry Blamiers. Uh, not as familiar with people, but let me connect. Harry Blamiers was a student of C.S. Lewis's. And so if you read The Christian Mind, uh, he sounds very much like C.S. Lewis. So again, I could add in here pretty much any book from C.S. Lewis over the years that I've read them all. But The Christian Mind is unique. Uh, and I think he wrote a second one that had to do with uh, the Christian mind. I can't uh, maybe renewing the Christian mind, something like that. But the Christian mind had a, had a way, even back when it was written uh, in the, I believe, 70s or early 80s, uh, was confronting, he was doing it out of England, but confronting just the secular mind uh, and, and just how we've all, even as believers, uh, tended to adopt a secular way of thinking and what he called the secular mind. So the, the principles of the Christian mind uh, is just a great pattern for thinking as a believer. And now that I'm thinking of it, his other book might be uh, the, uh, the, the Secular Mind, but there it is. Yeah, the Christian mind, how a Christian should think. So, uh, One good thing about smartphones. Right? That's right. <laughs> Let's look it up. We'll Google it. <clears throat> Uh, then if I had to kind of transition into the later years of, of trying to grow as a counselor and maybe reading more counseling-related material, uh, there was a book that's more of a manual. I don't even think it's in print anymore, but you might find it. Uh, it's called Self-Confrontation 
by John Broger out of uh, out of California, and he wrote for years extensively, put this manual together, some real basic, practical ways to think as a biblical counselor, uh, to think process, to think principles, and to think about the different problems. And I've really adopted much of uh, his writing uh, for what I teach uh, so many years later. But it, it's really a helpful book on on discipleship slash biblical counseling. And in that category, I could put a lot of CCF books. I don't, you know, a lot of books out there by heroes like Ed Welch and and Paul Tripp and all, uh, uh, Dave Pollison and Mike Emlett and guys that have just uh, written several good things. I'm writing more all the time, so that's such an encouragement today. Because when I started as a biblical counselor. Oh, about 27 years ago, uh, there was really not much out there. Uh, we had uh, some you know, Christian counseling materials, but most Christian counselors were just looking more at secular books, non-Christian books, and trying to find some that could be uh, applicable to Christian counseling. But now we have thinkers in the last 30 years that have really been starting from Scripture and having good, sound wisdom for life uh, that are really helpful reads. And so there's plenty of uh, books like that out there. Yeah, just to, to give a plug there, uh, many will know, but to check out a lot of those resources, uh, be sure to go to ccef.org. Um, again, a lot of helpful booklets and books and um, all sorts of Bible study material, all kinds of stuff. So ccef.org. Well, then you asked me uh, <clears throat> to... Uh, to talk about a book or books I'm reading now, you know, and I I could have uh, I could have just started reading books just so I had something for you, some scholarly book I was reading because you know the tough part of ministry, as many of you youth workers know, sometimes you're working so hard in preparing lessons and teaching and working in counseling that other than the Bible and your daily devotions, you start realizing you know I haven't really read many good books, you know, since uh, seminary, or, or if you're in seminary, you may be just reading seminary books. And uh, But I am reading two books right now uh, next to my bed, and I'll start with the fun one first. Uh, I am reading the book Dad is Fat by <laughs> by Jim Gaffigan. Jim Gaffigan is one of my favorite comedians, uh, favorite clean comedians, pretty clean. Uh, and yeah, great theologian, and my my daughter got it for me for Christmas. And Dad is fat. If you want just a fun read, story after story after story about parenting, it's all parenting stuff. So it's fun for children's ministry and youth ministry people, anyway. So that's one. Uh, the other more serious book I'm reading is uh, the book Emotionally Healthy Spirituality by Peter Scazzaro. Uh, this book has been around since 2006, but uh, it's had a resurgence uh, of recent times, especially in our circles. Uh, he's written several more books connected to it, even has a whole kind of training on how to become emotionally healthy spiritually. So this is one of those times where I didn't necessarily want to read this book, uh, but people oftentimes it, it, around you, and you'll experience it too, uh, ask you, have you read this book? You got to read this book. You got to tell me what you think. And people have been doing that for months. You, you know, Tell me what you think about it. So many people are talking about it or use quotes from it. And uh, so uh, I, I won't give you my critique about it now, maybe another time, but uh, I, I get where he's coming from. I think uh, he, is, he is noticing a problem in our spiritual lives that we are not connecting our discipleship and our walk with the Lord with dealing with our emotional slash mental problems. So I appreciate that. 
I'm not quite sure what his solutions are or if they're going necessarily down a good biblical line, uh, but I'm uh, trudging through it right now, reading and trying to take notes and, and learn a little bit from it. So uh, back and forth between that and dad is fat, is, you know, is, uh, gives me some fun too. Yeah, dad is fat. That's a good one to have on the bedside table <laughs> right. for sure. Um, after a long, hard day That's to read right. Jim Gaffigan. Um, so, well, John, once again, as I said, thank you for your time. Um, we really appreciate it. I know this is some helpful advice for those who um, are often doing a lot of counsel and feel like they, they might be ill-equipped. I know this is some wisdom they could immediately implement. So thanks, John. You're welcome. Thanks so much for tuning in this week to The Local Youth Worker. As always, we hope you've been encouraged and equipped in your call as youth workers. If you take time to rate this podcast on iTunes, it would greatly help us. As always, we want to thank Joe Deegan for providing the music and encourage you to go out and purchase his newest CD, Cover and Title Page, which you can find at iTunes. See you guys next week. Have a great weekend. Oh, come and buy without money. Oh, come and feast without pay. Yeah.